Seven minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. Now this evening on our SMME Exchange, uh, we touch on a very interesting, I guess, uh, you know, approach to financial services of the provision of uh, depositing, lending and other services. Uh, and that is the uh, form of a cooperative financial institution or co-op bank. And uh, this evening we have a chance to speak to a group here that is in the process of uh, registering to become a cooperative financial institution. They called the Midrand Cooperative Bank, and uh, they're in need of 200 members to get registered. And uh, they've already, I guess, uh, got the ball rolling in this regard. Boitumelo Komo, who's the chairperson of the working group, joins me now on the line. Good evening and welcome. Boy, um, it's actually my first time on radio on Metro FM. Is I'm it? very excited. Oh, I thought you were running away from us already. Not at all. I've been running after you, and oh. I don't chase men. <laughs> Boy, Tumelo, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I'm well, thank you. Let's maybe kick things off here. I mean, if you could start us off just with the genesis of, of this particular idea. Uh, why a co-op bank? And uh, I guess uh, I would assume from your name, many of you are out in Midrand. That's correct. Look, we don't have a choice as natives in this country. We need to find solutions for ourselves and emancipate ourselves from the, from the current economic struggles and from the exclusion mm. in terms of participating in the economy. So we have come together in Midrand as businesses and the community at large to start a cooperative bank that you are all going to own and control. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about a co-op bank as an organizational form. I mean, how different would it be to many of the retail and transactional banks uh, that uh, many of our listeners would no doubt be familiar with? It is very different. Um, I, I'm from the commercial banking background myself. I've been in corporate banking and business banking for about 17 years. Uh, so this is a totally uh, different animal altogether. Very exciting. Um, I did not know that anything like this existed until about two years ago. Uh, a cooperative bank is a bank that is owned by the customers, uh, which are called members. Mm, mm. So anybody who qualifies to join uh, the cooperative bank buys a share, becomes a shareholder, and we are all equal shareholders. Uh, the mm. shareholding is nominal. Uh, and the control happens at AGM. You know, on an annual basis, the cooperative bank will hold at AGM, and that's where the strategic decisions are made. So the difference is that in a cooperative bank, the customers are shareholders. In a commercial bank, very few um, you have very few shareholders, and the rest are customers who don't have shareholding mm. in the business. Okay. And in, yes, Boy, that's one example. One 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 Yes, sorry, I, I think we just need to take a quick spot break. But um, let's maybe take a brief break. Hold the line there for me for a second. No We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, I think you're touching on, uh, I guess, my other area of interest, which is, you know, the kind of clientele you can service as a cooperative bank. And uh, we'll come back to that particular theme after this. 13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the uh, SMME Exchange here on Metro FM Talk. And this evening, uh, joined from the Midrand Cooperative Bank by Boitumelo uh, Komo, who is the chairperson of a working group uh, that's p- busy preparing uh, to apply for a CFI license, or a Cooperative Financial Institution license, to become a cooperative bank. Now, Boitumelo, uh, uh, you, you were still talking uh, just before we went to the break about nominal ownership and control. Uh, and of course, I guess, uh, you know, the um, uh, 
uh, provision of financial services to many members of um, the cooperative financial institution. But would, would um, you know, the cooperative bank also be able to uh, take on the transactional needs of uh, people who might not be part of their membership base? Um, no. You see, in, in cooperative banking, there is what is called a common bond. Uh, this is what qualifies members to join. So there's different types of, co- of, of common bonds. There's mm. common bonds which are associational, which means you need to belong to an association or organization or religious union. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. They are registered so, CFI already. Mm. So if you belong to that trade union, then you do qualify to be a member mm. of that CFI. So, so there is three different types of common bonds. So, so if you are outside the common bonds, then yeah. you don't qualify. However... After ob- obtaining a banking license, you know, a cooperative bank can always extend its scope, uh, apply to the reserve bank mm. to extend its scope, which is obviously due for approval. What's interesting for me, Boitumela, about, I guess, your definition of this common bond is yes. that depending on what the un- underlying reason for the association might be, um, mm-hmm. you know, that could expand your membership net as wide as possible, or it could, I guess, narrow it. That's correct. Uh, we do have um, one upcoming cooperative bank in Durban. It's called the Anointing Cooperative Bank, which we have been supporting as well. Mm. They, are, they will be going to the formation meeting anytime soon. So they, are, is, um, they started from a stock fell, and they've got membership of more than 3,000 um, countrywide. So their scope is bigger in terms of that. However, you need to belong to a stock fell. Mm. Uh, for that to happen. So for us at Midrand, because mo- many of us in Midrand, we are so interconnected, we belong to um, different organizations. And there's one a prominent business forum in Midrand called the Midrand Local Economic Empowerment, which mm. mo- many of us belong to, which is where the idea was born that you know, we as a small businesses in Midrand, uh, we are currently not being serviced by the current commercial banks in terms of accessing uh, business finance, property finance. So we need to form our own cooperative bank within Midrand mm. to serve the community of Midrand. Talk to me about the, that underlying organization. I mean, because then one would think that, um, you know, that local economic uh, uh, development foundation, I understand it's a NPC, would constitute... The Midrand Local Economic Empowerment. Yes, yes, yes. I understand it's a non-profit. Um, and that would, I guess, be where you draw many of your founding members, I would assume. Look, um, I'm not a speaker of the organization. I am just a member uh, okay, because sure. I also have my own business. So I'm a member of the Midland Local Economic Empowerment. Okay. So I'm not uh, authorized to speak on sure, their behalf. Sure. No, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Yes. Talk to me about the process. I mean, you, you chair the working group. Um, that's correct. What, what uh, tasks have been, I guess, allocated to you in order for you to cross the line when it comes to registration? What are some of the things that that involves? Um, just in summary, uh, there's a couple of things you need to have in place before you can approach the reserve bank. Uh, you need to have your constitution uh, in place, which you already have. We have a draft, uh, which is um, going to be presented at the formation meeting. It must be adopted by the members. And uh, we have sent it to um, the CBDA, which is the Cooperative Bank Development Agency, which is an agency of national treasury. Uh, so we, you need also the savings and the loans policy, which we have also sent to CBDA for review. Mm. So CBDA is going to work with us and our sisters to submit to the Reserve Bank. So we're not doing this in isolation. That's the agency, also, no? Cooperative also, Banks Development Agency. That's correct. It's sure, an agency sure. of, of, of National Treasury. They are the ones who are championing the cooperative banking movement in the country. Um, 
Then you need uh, a business plan. You need to submit also financial projections. So we do have a draft business plan. We do have draft financial projections. Um, then you need 200, minimum 200 members, and you need 100,000 rand minimum. So currently we have, we're sitting on about 185 members, so we've got uh, 15 to go, and which I think we're, we're confident that we will have that by May, because on, in May we are going to the formation meeting where we are going to elect the new board of directors. Um, and, and I think, uh, so we are currently on, on the stage where we are gearing towards knocking at the Reserve Bank store um, to submit our petition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I find quite interesting, I guess, uh, you know, with that particular process is wh- what benefit for you as a member? I mean, you're going to be a member of this cooperative uh, yeah. bank. What is going to be different about your banking experience when you bank with this one than, I guess, when, when you're banking with your current uh, service provider? Well, firstly, I will be a shareholder. Yes. Secondly, it will be in my community, mm. run by the people that I know. Um, uh, the, the cooperative banking movement, generally, they offer higher interest rates on savings. So, and we have started saving already as, as, as a proposed medium cooperative bank because we want to install the culture of saving. Mm. So, so, we, so once we get a banking license, we're going to, you know, earn higher interest rates, higher as compared to commercial banks' interest mm. rates on savings. The loans are going to be, uh, the loans' interest rates are going to be lower than that of commercial banks. Okay. So the main thing, the main thing for us is to be able to access finance. Uh, both personal and business finance, because mm. uh, as, as you know, we deposit all our money in commercial banks. Sure, you know, sure. as native, as stock sales, as whatnot. However, to go to a commercial bank and ask for finance is another oh. story altogether. Oh, they just look at you. They Bola. just look at you. <laughs> Let's take a break. Uh, and, 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 and you know, you know, many of our people are listed. You know, we, we credit. We've got bad credit ratings. We are listed with national credit bureau. Exactly. So, and, and one of the things that a cooperative banking does is, you know, we we all, we are all about financial education. Mm. It's something that we're going to Let's do yes. this. Just on that note, your financial education, because I don't want to cut you off while you're busy making that point. Let's all take right. a brief break now. Uh, you know, this is the nature of it, I guess, especially on the yes. days when the president addresses <laughs> us. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll continue after this. All right. 23 minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to the SMME Exchange here on Metro FM Talk. This evening, we're talking to the Midrand Cooperative Bank, and uh, I'm joined by the Working Group's chairperson, uh, Boitumelo Khomo, and uh, we're talking about uh, the journey to creating a cooperative bank, uh, the benefits of doing so, and, of course, uh, the implications uh, that this has for the pursuits of financial education, which is uh, undoubtedly important. Uh, uh, where we find ourselves. And uh, I guess there's the other uh, issue that you are raising, which is uh, this is often a perfect moment and a conduit for financial education. What do you mean by that? And what form would, um, you know, I guess that education take? Look, for now, for now we are limited to um, co- uh, education in terms of, of cooperative banking, mm. um, the difference between cooperative banking and commercial banking, uh, encouraging our members to save, um, speaking to them about the types of services that we are looking to offer, which they must approve because it is their bank. Mm, um, mm. Once we open doors, that's when we're going to now get into details as to what is a savings account, how does it work, um, you know, uh, how do you do a business plan for businesses, for example. We're going to have different uh, types of networks for, for women in the, in the organization. Actually, anything that the members want, 
because it's going to be a democracy, because this is a democratic, uh, um, you know, organization. The members will tell us what they want, what sort of, um, you know, education they want. But we currently working with CBDA. They have, they are currently giving um, um, the working group training already, um, you know, on how a cooperative bank works, and they are training us as we go along the stages, and they are going to continue training the working group even post-registration, and they are supporting us. They will even support us to train the, the members mm. of, of, the, of, of, the, of the cooperative bank. So we, we have a lot of sure, work. Sure, sure. So I would also assume, I mean, that some of these financial services we're talking about here, especially lending, isn't only just to individuals per se, but also to, I guess, some of their businesses. Boitumelo? He's gone quiet. Oh, oh, sorry, I, 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 I think there was a break in the transmission between Auckland Park and Midrand. No, I was just saying, um, I would assume that some of the financial services you provide, especially on the lending side of things, wouldn't only just be to individuals, uh, but also might potentially be to some of the businesses they operate. Yo, 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 dambo, dambo, dambo. There's your Midrand. Let's... Take a brief break now and try and uh, reconnect uh, with the uh, boy Tumelo Komo there, the uh, chairperson of the working group of the Midrand Cooperative Bank. Boy Tumelo, are you back with us? I am back. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, no, I was saying, I mean, somewhere, you know, uh, there's a, maybe a line of transmission between Auckland Park and Midrand that's giving us some problems. I was just saying, Boitumelo, I mean, I would assume just from how you're explaining your response to the financial education question, mm-hmm. that some of the lending you would provide is, isn't yes. only just to the members in their individual capacity, but also is to the businesses that they operate. That's correct. So currently we have a loans policy, a draft loans policy, which is yet to be adopted by the members, mm. right? Uh, so we, we have uh, proposed, uh, you know, different types of, of loans for, for personal use and for business use. Um, but for, for the sake of the, re, the registration, we are going to keep it at a minimum because we don't want to go there with a long list, you know, uh, and, and drag the process in terms of getting the license. Mm. Once we get the license, then we will add on a few other stuff. I mean, we, we have put in personal loans. We have put in, uh, you know, uh, things like uh, your regular savings, your your junior savings account, because we have to think about our children and teach them also to mm. be you know, saving this money. We have your back-to-school savings. And you know our people were not, uh, uh, my brother, every year in December we go home. And you know when we go home, we need to have our pockets mm. with some money. So we're also going to have like a holiday, uh, you know, like a festive season account type of a thing. Um, January, the school, the children go back to school. We're gonna have a back to school account so that we save on a monthly basis. So it's gonna be like a fixed mm. savings account. Come January, December, January, then the parents can go and buy stationaries, school uniform, and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. so I mean, I, I certainly like the utility that uh, this would offer. Um, mm. And and I would assume as you kick things off, many people would still hold some of their transactional accounts in many of the other entities, but continue to work with yourselves. Mm. The other area of interest in Nayo is. Banking in uh-huh. the 21st century has become about a lot more than just interest income. So traditionally, uh-huh. the idea is that banks make their money between the spread between what they loan out and uh-huh. what people put in as deposits and what they pay them for those deposits. Yeah. Um, so the difference between interest, I guess, on the loans and interest on some of the deposits. Uh-huh. Now, we've seen banks 
effectively become all manner of things to try and diversify the mix of that. I mean, if I think about APSA, for instance, nearly 40% of their money doesn't come from interest or from that spread. It comes Mm -hmm. from banking fees. It comes from, you know, selling you airtime. It comes from credit insurance, all manner Mm -hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are these spaces one that you authorize to go into and secondly um, if not um, does that I guess have implications on your ability to compete as you grow uh, when, when when we apply we're also going to apply to the national credit regulator okay. to be able to, to, to provide loans so because we're going to be a startup we have to be very conservative so mm-hmm. we're not going to we're not claiming to go into start big you know, we are uh, we are community funded. We are self funded, sure. uh, so we are going to start very small with very lean stuff in a, in a small office. Um, so we're going to uh, generate income from loans, definitely, and we will be also investing. So co- cooperative banks uh, are limited in terms of as to where they can invest. Mm. So we will, we will invest in like your treasury bonds because it's government. So we 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 will not play with the members' money and go play at the, you know, at the stock exchange mm. and things like that, no. So, so Say so, a bit more about that. So so there's restrictions on where the cooperative bank can invest their money, and I would assume, that's, of that's course, correct. not that's only correct. by risk, but also there's, one would think, limitations on the amount of return you can get. Yes, and also remember, this is a community initiative. Mm. Uh, the purpose of a cooperative bank is to provide the services to members and to provide solutions, solutions which is, uh, giving them access to funding yes. and uh, giving them a vehicle where they can save money. Whereas commercial banks are all about profit maximization mm, mm. at the expense of those who deposit the money into their account. Sure. So, so we are depositing money into the commercial bank, but we are not the ones who are benefiting from these um, fancy, exactly. uh, you know, financial um, financial offerings that they are providing mm. to, to to very few individuals and businesses. Yeah, I mean, so much truth in what you're saying because uh, I think that there's rapid changes that are happening in that world of banking that uh, effectively are allowing many of these banks to make considerable amounts of profits, not only on the investments, uh, but effectively an operating model that is requiring less and less labor. I mean, we've seen uh, many uh, banks close down in uh, a manner that has had implications for people's livelihoods. The other thing I want us to talk about is uh, this whole idea of fintech and the use of data. Now, when we spoke, we spoke to one CFI that just got their license last year. Uh, okay. A few ladies in the world of construction out in KZN uh, who had created a CFI. And if we looked at that CFI, there was anything there from Satu, as you said, you know, to even Afrikaans groups uh, mm-hmm. out in Pretoria. Um, and one of the things I was thinking about as we, as we looked at that list was whether or not this is a conduit to a fintech solution. So if you come together as a group of members, Mm-hmm. Because of the capital you would marshal and even, I guess, the fact that you're operating a bank, mm-hmm. uh, it does become a very good testing ground for other innovations in the financial services space uh, that could potentially be for the benefit of that community. Absolutely. Um, you know, what's interesting is that uh, Midrand has got the highest concentration of black professionals in the country. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So, Bodaki, the, all the clever blacks are here. <laughs> Excuse <Ish>. the <laughs> Hence the traffic, you, you know. You've heard what they say about Midrand. I, I, I don't want to know. No, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you at the end. No, no, sorry. Yeah, tell, tell me your <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, this is where things are happening. Uh, 
I'm sorry to, 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 you know, for people who are not staying in Midrand, but I've been saying move to Midrand because definitely things are happening. Once we establish a bank, mm. other things are going to fall into place. And the community in Midrand are very, very digital focused. Sure, sure. They, we, we did a, a research study before we, we went on to, you know, to recruit, uh, where we went to the members and asked them, what kind of thing do you want, what services mm. do you want? And most of them have said they want digital banking. They're not interested in going mm. to a branch. Wow. Okay. They want mobile, mobile banking. And and we have already consulted with a a digital uh, platform provider who's cu- currently based in Kenya. Mm. I don't know if you know, Kenya are leading in Africa in terms of cooperative sure, banking. Sure. So this is a group of women who are offering digital platforms to cooperatives all over the world. And this week, we also have another appointment with a gentleman in South Africa who provides digital banking, but he's He's focused on on mobile banking mm, mm. because our people are very uh, are tech are very tech savvy. Sure, uh, I sure. mean, you know, when when COVID hit us last year, we we were we were shocked and did not know how we were going to go about the recruitment mm. process. But our people swiftly moved to to, to you know to digital um, community meetings on Zoom on on and on different platforms. Sure. So we have a community that's very easy um, to adopt and move forward in terms of, of, of digitization. Sure. Last question on my end, uh, Boy Tumelo, before I let you go. I mean, you were encouraging people there if they want to get in on the action to move to Midrand. Are mm. you allowed to invest in property? Come again? No, I was just asking, as, as a cooperative bank, would you be allowed to invest in property or any real estate? Uh, I, I'm going to say I don't know. Okay. The reason why I say that we... Uh, cooperative banking and property finance, um, they do things differently, totally differently from what we know property finance to be about. Uh, we have our one of the uh, gentlemen that is a housing specialist based in Kenya. Mm. Uh, in Kenya, just to give you an example, uh, only 26,000 houses are mortgaged in Kenya. The rest are paid by cash. Cash? I'm telling you. Uh, and ninety percent, he said. He says also ninety percent of the houses or of the land in Kenya is owned by cooperatives hmm. because the, econ- the economy in Kenya is uh, is is informal, right? So in an informal sector, you can't provide a twenty year twenty year mortgage loan because life happens, and mm. you can see. You know, you know. Yeah, last year, how term structure people, issue. You're right. People's yeah. homes were being people's homes were being repossessed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so people are people are building houses themselves incrementally. So we are going to still sit with uh, this gentleman in Kenya to hear how they do property finance wow, in Kenya because wow. we're definitely doing something sure. wrong. The 20-year bond is not working for us. Clearly. Mm. So we are going to scrap it. And we need a customer-centric solution for okay. natives. Okay. What do you Let's leave it there. I'm I'm quite inspired and a uh, real pity that I don't live in Midrand. But if uh, I'm <laughs> was a Midrand, as I assume many of the people who listen to the show are, certainly do reach out to the Midrand Cooperative Bank. How do people get hold of you guys? Uh, they, they can go to our website. It's midrandcoop.coza. They Midrand. should be able, they will be able to send a WhatsApp there. It goes straight to my number. Oh, I can give my number. Uh, they can send me WhatsApp. I will respond within 48 hours. My number is 
0824494375. Awesome stuff. Bojumelo, thank you very much for your time. I wish you and your group there as uh, you uh, pioneer in the space all of the best and uh, yeah, good luck uh, in this journey. It's certainly Thank said you so to much. be a fulfilling one. And uh, of course, uh, as with anything, I guess, a challenging one as well. Uh, that there is Botumelo Como, uh, the uh, group chairperson of a working group uh, uh, that is uh, looking to uh, initiate and establish the Midrand Cooperative Bank. Midrand.